0: Welcome to the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We discuss five questions in about 10 minutes, and I'm very excited to welcome our guest today. This is Brent Pullman. He is the CEO of Midwest Laboratories out of Omaha, Nebraska. And part of the reason why I'm so excited is this, Brent was my very, very first podcast guest Two years ago, and so I, I've uh, mentioned that I wanted to bring some of the former guests back on for kind of an update and to answer these newer questions. And so I am very grateful to Brent for being willing to come back. Brent, thank you so much for being on the show today. What would you like the audience to know about Midwest Laboratories?
1: Oh, Sean, well, thank you again for having me on. This is this is a tremendous uh, uh, invitation to do this again. Um, obviously, you said it, the CEO and owner of um, Midwest Laboratories. Uh, Currently we have 252 employees and we do all types of testing in one location. We work on the uh, human side with food uh, testing and then on the animal side with pet food and feed testing. And then on the agricultural side with uh, soil, water, plants, et cetera. But all that in one place is uh, just remarkable to me that we can do all that testing. So I would say we're the largest lab in the country that does all that in one location.
0: That's fantastic. And then before we start the recording, and maybe I'm out of the sequence of when you wanted to share it, but I think you were mentioning that you were uh, moving to a new location and you're expanding.
1: Yes. Um, we got During COVID, we actually had some of our best years and we quickly outgrew the location that we're at, the, these 14 buildings, and we're consolidating. in one, we have got a data center during COVID. They uh, decided to take everything offline and um, yeah, they left everything. They left over uh, 1,600 cubicles and all their workspaces and just got out, and it was a perfect location for us on 27 acres, so we're excited. And the next two to three years, we're going to move about eight miles from where we're currently at.
0: Wow, what a big undertaking, but congratulations. That's fantastic. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get to the questions that we've got outlined for today. Let's start with the first one. Uh, Brent, share a time when you had uh, maybe a disagreement or a conflict or some kind of a struggle with a coworker and how you resolved it.
1: Well, I think, and again, this can kind of gets back to the last two years with COVID. I think my real struggle was how are we going to continue the culture and um, what specifically could I do to maintain relationships and that and it really, what I learned was, it starts with me. I've got to bring my A game every single day as a leader. And I didn't know what that meant. And I really, I think over the last two years, the whole mindfulness piece has really taken over and sense of awareness and realizing where our people are coming. We got a lot of tired people. A lot of our employees went home and were teachers to their kids. And I think that whole struggle really taught me that I can't be reactive. I need to change the way I do the leadership I need to really look and have a different perspective with that. And it really starts with myself. If we're going to continue to change this culture as as everything changes on the outside and really build a strong network where relationships and uh, people are valued.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. I love that response about kind of taking ownership, being mindful. Great responses. Question number two. I'm sure you've heard the phrase that people don't leave jobs, they leave managers. What's one strategy or idea that you have to help retain talent a little bit longer?
1: Yeah, again, I would say having that people first mentality and people need to feel safe today. I mean, there's so much news out there and if they don't feel safe in their jobs, they're going to leave. They're going to try to find something that they feel uh, safety first. I think from there, though, they got to see the future. And I think what COVID really taught me again with our leadership is I had to get out of the day-to-day and focus on that strategic, that building would have come We wouldn't have gotten there if I was still in the day-to-day operations as a leader, I need to really think strategically because my the employees the team. They're really wanting that visionary leader to really look outside where's things, where are things happening? Where's the future going? Um, and again, people get excited about those things. I did not realize how excited people are, but when they can see the future and growth, they want to be about part of something that's growing and not dying as they're seeing a lot of lately. So that's probably the biggest thing, uh, again, that I can do to, uh, again, because a lot of this people are thinking about moving and changing jobs all the time. But if you create that positive direction and they can see where that things are going, um, I, I do believe that's a huge piece in retaining good employees.
0: I completely agree. You're right. Having that vision and getting them excited about it. That's the part of what you said that I really liked was people are getting excited and they're excited about the move. They're excited about the future that keeps them there. And I also really appreciated what you said about having it be a safe place, both physically, psychologically, everything else. So great comments. Thank you. Question number three, Brent, how do you build resilience in a team? You know, I think
1: resilience comes from, and again, I'm trying to incorporate this a lot is um, respect for others. Because usually we compare ourselves to others, but if we have that respect, and that really comes from, again, having a high sense of awareness. And I'm learning people's awareness is all over the place. But when we know what each person is doing and that each person is valued, I really do believe that creates a strong cohesion. And then we have resilience we're only going to grow and get better as we come together as people and we'll get there faster. That's really, again, the last two years have shown me is it really forced us to all come together and really work on these tough things that we'd never really wanted to work on before. Um, Who, I mean, who wants to spend time on a COVID handbook, you know, or put things together, procedures like that. But we had to do that in order to be safe. And again, uh, continue the business continuity was huge uh, over the last two years. How do we keep this? How do we keep our company going? during the midst of all this pandemic and crisis. So um, I think you get faster, you get further faster through your people than anything else.
0: I love that. And I completely agree. I'm obviously, because the name of the podcast is Team Engagement. I'm a big fan of teams and, and coming together as a team and as a company and whatever it needs to be. But that's great responses. All right. Question number four. Is there someone that you would like to recognize that has made an influence or had an influence in your life?
1: You know, I, um. I recently saw my uncle who lives in Arizona and I was at a conference there and I just happened to talk to him and he wrote this um, biography and it was amazing to me to look at the parallels between his career. He's in his upper 60s and um, one thing that just came over and struck out for me was as he was writing his whole career piece, it was all about people. It was really about how people coming together could make a difference and if he left a company for or in this case, an organization, it was really all about, it went so far, and then, hey, I did this for my people, I left them in a good place, it was time to move on. Or our jobs were eliminated, it was time to, I got our people where they needed to be, and I needed to move to my next opportunity. But it was always around people, always. And I think that really just struck with me is that people are the key to making a difference today. And um, I always have three words, people, process, and technology. And people are first always.
0: I love that. And I, that's such a great message because we do need more of that in the world today and in business today about making sure we keep people at the forefront as well as some of these other things about uh, product and technology and so forth. So great. All right. Well, our last question, Brent, tell us a little bit about your first job. Well, actually, so um, my first job was actually
1: where I'm at today. I was 15. My father started this company and during COVID, he retired at the age of 80. And um, so this this has only been like two years since he's really been um, away from here, but I was 15. And again, I think the theme as these questions kind of really uh, delve into is when I started 15, I really wanted to be a part of something or part of a team or part of a group. And so I would fit in no matter if that was taking out the trash or if that was washing down the, uh, the lab tables Or doing something. I just wanted to be a part. I wanted to gain people's trust. And at an early age, I think that's what really taught me. I wanted to be that respectful. I didn't want to be the boss's kid who was the pain in the butt or was going to report something. I really wanted to fit in. And I think through that process, it just taught me that the value of others, willing to do anything to make a difference. And then again, taking that and uh, building upon that throughout my career. So it was a great question. I had to go back and think about that because uh it was quite a while ago. But it was fun. It is. It was it was a great experience for me. And um I'll never forget that.
0: Well I love your story because it's it's a rarity when somebody we've had a lot of people that have started their own business, but we haven't had as many people that started their very first job and then became the CEO of that company decades later, years later, how I, you know, I don't, I'm not going to date you, but whatever, whatever the age was. So that's fantastic. I love your story, Brent. Brent, thank you so much for taking time to be on the podcast today. How can people find you?
1: Well, they can simply email is still very good. B Pullman at midwestlabs.com. I'm on LinkedIn. Uh, I'm on Twitter, but LinkedIn is probably my preferred network too. Uh, again, just search my name make a contact, say that you saw me on this podcast, and absolutely, I like to connect with great people.
0: Fantastic. This is Sean Richards with the Team Engagement Podcast, where leaders of teams share their insights. We encourage you to go to the teamengagementpodcast.com website, where you can have more information and look at some of the other episodes they have available. We also encourage you to subscribe or follow on either the audio or the video platforms. Thanks so much for joining us today. Have a great day.